Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on, Charlie? What's going on? Not much. Uh, it's good to be back chatting yeah. about anime and all of that. Gray, how are you, my friend? Good. Despite my best efforts, I'm still here. <laughs> it's a great thing from uh, Mother 2, you know, the JRPG, the classical one. It's like no, Sam. looking no. in the reflection and it's him and it just says, despite everything, it's still you. Gold. Uh, That's fucking gold shit. The 1% of the people in the world that The deep that cutters who understand that, good. So today we are here to talk about the Dark Trio. So this is a modern trio benefiting much from the same terminology as the big three. Now, of course, people know the big three as Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. And this was a term given to those three when they were all being printed in Shueisha's Shonen Jump magazine in the late 90s to early 2000s, and they were the big shows. And of course, One Piece is the biggest show still going to this day. The Dark Trio is a modern version of that, with three big mangas all being printed in Shueisha's Shonen Jump. Now, one of them's on Jump Plus, but that's semantics. So it's interesting because they've now grown up a little bit. These are much darker, much more adult versions of Shonen anime, hence the term The Dark Trio. So they are, of course, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, and Hell's Paradise, which is airing right now. So let's chat about the Dark Trio and what that kind of means, what it's all about, what we think about them. Graham, you're the manga, you're the manga boy. Why don't you start off with the Dark Trio? You've been on top of this much longer than us. Years. Yeah. This is years in the making. Yeah. Now it's my time. <laughs> um, yeah, I started I pretty much started reading these when they came out mm. and just from the jump you could tell this is something different interesting like the worlds as you said were darker mm-hmm. the the sort of main protagonists are as probably anti-shonen in the way that they're sort of presented it's very interesting isn't it yeah they sort of instead of that positivity i'm going to be the best i'm going to be you know Pirate king, Pirate king, wizard yeah. master blah 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 blah, blah. Goes all about. they are they all have small goals. They all have quite mundane lives. Yeah. Um, even the worlds that they seem to be inhabiting are quite mundane at yeah, first glance. So it's not a far-flung land of ninjas and stuff. So, mm. yeah, straight off the bat, something was something was in the air with these three. They all debuted in 2018. Uh, I think Hell's Paradise was first. Hell's Paradise was first to get a manga and last yes. to get an anime. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is quite interesting. Now, all three of these authors have at some stage worked with each other, which is also quite interesting. So we've got Chainsaw Man written by Tatsuki Fujimoto. We have Jujutsu Kaisen written by Gigi Akutami. And of course, we have Hell's Paradise written by Yuji Kaku. They're all quite different from each other, though, aren't they? In many ways. In the same way Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece are. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to numbers, pure numbers, very, very different in respect to the, you know, there's so much more time passed, of course. But the biggest seller as of April 2022 last year was Jujutsu Kaisen with 70 million. But then you talk Bleach has 130 million. So, you know, there's any chance Jujutsu Kaisen can overtake that. Yeah. Naruto has 250 million copies sold. But One Piece, over half a billion manga copies sold. It's, people don't, like... We don't talk much about One Piece because it's a bit of a flaw in our game. But people don't really understand the actual gravity of just how big One Piece actually is. I think it's the second biggest comic of all time. I would say it's probably first. Superman and all of its uh, kind is is number one. That's got 70 years on it, though. This is the thing. This is the thing. Batman is But if you're talking about an ongoing story, 
written by one person the whole yeah. time. One psychotic. I man. just, I think, I has there ever. I was speaking to my friend about this the other day. I was like, have there ever been a single in our time, like a single artist that's been as dedicated to their story or their world build than Oda, like no. ever? No, like because it's been. No. He, I remember reading. We've we chatted about one piece before. I remember reading about him drawing sketches of Luffy. You know, like when he was in high school, mm-hmm. primary school, mm-hmm. even like yeah, he's had right. this world in his head. And he still is the main, like he has assistance, of course, but it's yes. still him. He yeah. still draws it. He's still got his plan. So 80% finished or something like that. It's insane. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. So he just kind of deserves to be the top at this oh, point, course. you know? Oh, yeah. Like, that hasn't killed him. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't done a hiatus. Like no. a lot of long running manga has, has gone through. Like he's yeah. st- still there. He's had three breaks across the almost 25 years he's been doing this. And what, what, he got married once? Got married once, then went on holiday once with him, with his wife and kids, I believe. That's it. Jesus. That's it. What are those kids going through? I went to through? hospital once. Like, those kids up. must hate One Piece. <laughs> like, they must hate <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. So let's just go through them one by one. And again, like, so these are terms given. Now, the big three was actually coined, or what I read, was actually coined by... Shonen Jump. They actually coined the big three as a term and they got picked up by the fans. Now, the Dark Trio hasn't been coined anything by any official body. So it's very much a fan thing. And the big three ended up becoming a bit of a fan thing too. And a lot of people are going to, you know, we have a full episode on this that you can check out, by the way, entitled The Big Three, where we go much more into detail. We're not going to go too much into detail in this episode, but of course we are going to reference it a lot because obviously you can't not. But the Dark Trio is very much a fan given title interesting because also if you want to talk about modern shonen well my hero academia far bigger even black clover still far bigger as far as numbers are concerned than demon all slayer demon slayer has sold 150 million copies uh yeah. you know absolutely massive not even like these guys are not the it's not a term to say the biggest shonen yeah. of time yeah. no because would you say the new generation of the big three is my hero demon slayer and black clover before yeah. it ended you, up you could make that argument very easily yeah. and we're not trying to say that these this dark trio is bigger than those because it's not accurate. And it's just this is a term that has been coined in the community and I think it's interesting to talk about. And again, it shows very much how shonen anime has grown up. And of course, I think My Hero Academia is very... I mean, Black Clover couldn't be more of a shonen tropey piece if it tried, literally is the most paint-by-numbers modern shonen you could possibly imagine you know i'm not doesn't mean i hate it or anything i'm not throwing shade i love black clover dude it does all the things ticks all the boxes gives me all the things i want from shonen right but let's okay let's start with chainsaw man just why not i also say about that though it's funny because like out of the three we're gonna start with chainsaw man but to me the one that stands out as being odd because i like jujitsu kaisen is more notably it's like less dark and violent than the other two yes so to be put in the dark trio I find that interesting I, because it's very much in my head, it's about as bleak and dark as Demon Slayer is. Is that fair to say? Yeah. It's more grounded in reality. Definitely. <sighs> Definitely more grounded in reality. Interesting. But I think that it's in terms of like what's happening and how, like I, I think compared to Hell's Paradise and Chainsaw Man, it's, it's nowhere near. Yeah. It's a better show. Jujutsu Kaisen is my favourite of the Dark Trio, so I mean, it's I think it's a better show. But I think in terms of like, Edgelord violence, like, yeah, like that's yeah. like what you're looking for yeah, in the yeah. dark, edgy. It wouldn't be the first thing that came to my mind. No, no, it, it, you're right. It's on par with Demon Slayer in respect to how dark and edgy it gets. So, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Is I that think fair? 
Yeah, I think you're there pretty much spot on, but I think obviously the manga is now 19 volumes in and it will get darker, progressively okay. darker. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. There's definitely a bell curve of darkness. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. So Excellent. For anime <laughs> watchers, you're probably like, yeah, you can see it's got very shiny, tropey type vibes, but it will get to a point where it's like, oh, this is like, this is pretty bad. Yeah, we'll get to it because Itadori is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we talk yeah, about we'll Jitsu Kaisen, though, because yeah. I've got some thoughts on that. All right, so let's talk about what I think is probably the most unhinged, and I guess in many ways the most original, which is, of course, Chainsaw Man. Now, Chainsaw Man is written by a madman. Like, let's be honest, he ate his own goldfish, for God's sake. Chainsaw Man is, we've talked about it a lot before. You can go find our ep episodes about that right here. But basically, guy lives a terrible life, has nothing going for him, is in debt to the Yakuza. There's a world in which fears are manifested in devils and the stronger the human fear of the devils, the stronger it is. So the most powerful devil that exists is the gun devil, which is automatically just then and there a very interesting premise. Now, he is really good friends with the chainsaw devil, who's a cute little dog character. After some shit goes down, I won't spoil too much, he ends up fusing with the chain devil, chainsaw devil and becoming Chainsaw Man. But the thing about, that's interesting about this show is that Denji's motivations, and you touched on it before, Graham, is nothing more than he wants to live a quiet, simple life and touch some boobies. And look, in many ways, I find, like, I find Chainsaw Man to be trying a bit hard to be edgy. And, like, I can see, like, 16-year-olds just, like, frothing it. And I get that. But, like, for me, I maybe, you know, I haven't read the manga. And I know for, for a fact the manga is better than, than the adaptation. It was a good adaptation, but, like. Solid. It was solid. But, I don't know. As the manga boy, do, do tell. I think the adaptation is great. Um, it's definitely more cinematic. Fujimoto's panels can be a bit flat interesting, and vacant, apart from, you know, the scenes where it's chainsaws, demons, blah, but I kind of like that simplicity of it as well. And you sort of get more of the characters, but I think they do that really well in the anime as well. Like there's a lot of quiet scenes and mm -hmm. stuff that's very cinematic and beautifully animated. True. Yeah. I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's great. You I, love it? I, I, <laughs> Is it your favorite of the dark trio? Yeah. Uh, they're all kind of on the same level. Interesting, okay. Hell's Paradise is so new. Yeah. And so in its infancy. As an anime, yes. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, we'll jump all over the place here. I think Jujutsu Kaisen elevates the source material. Mm. Oh, the source it's material great is Great adaptation from Mappa. It, it, the source material is good. Like, there's great moments in it, but the art is terrible. And it's rushed. From Akutami. He leaves so much out of the plot and then fills it in like, oh, it's cute. I forgot to explain this. Ah, oh, he's a cute character. And I'm like, no, you put it in the fucking story. Interesting. Don't okay. leave me confused for like a whole chat. Anyway, that's my own stuff. <laughs> um, but I, I, I like it. I think as a character study, it's probably the best out of the three. Chainsaw Man? I think so. Okay. I think so. Because it's designed, it's only, I think it's like 15 chapters. Mm. So There's two quite, parts, of course. Yeah. But the next part was is a whole other and it's on, that's on Jump Plus, right? Yes. Yeah. So they, I think it's a better character study, especially Denji. Wants a quiet life, wants to eat peanut butter, wants to have a bath. Like, But he's constantly being manipulated and doesn't have the tools to deal with the manipulation of the people that are around him. And that's someone he's going to have to learn to deal with. Itadori is, he's just wants a good death. That's his main thing. <laughs> that's it. But he can't have a good death because he can't save the people around him from dying and he can't live with that. Mm. You know? 
Gabby Mara the Hollow wants to get back to his wife. Wife guy. But he's going to have to go through hell to get to it. Mm. So they're all good. I, I think I think Chainsaw Man just because of the, how the characters are presented. It's might be my favorite, but it's also interesting because Fujimoto was born in '93. Okay, so he '93. Yeah, he's young. What? Yes. Yep. Oh, this is a, this is like another how to feel bad about yourself. Yeah, so. Wasted my life. <laughs> it's like he's the Orson Welles thing again when yeah, he was 25, yeah, yeah. and I was like, Yeah. Or, Don't you dare. Or Hajime Isayama as well when he started Attack on Titan in '19. But oh yeah, so yeah, Fujimoto was born in '93. Yeah, right. Now, a very secretive guy too. Doesn't show his face in public. A lot of manga guy don't. It's quite an interesting thing, despite the fact that they're rock stars. The reason he wrote Denji in the things that I was researching was because he feels that his generation are much less aspirational. This is from a Japanese perspective, obviously. Much less aspirational than those before them. And he thinks a lot of people now are just simply hunting to find a simple, easy, fulfilling enough life without having to like get to the top and be the fucking best. And it's reflective in Denji, right? So I think that's really interesting and a fascinating uh, statement. And also, by the way, the show is set, if you didn't figure that out. The show is actually set in 1997. The cell phones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's 1997. It's not a modern, not actually modern, not like Jujutsu Kaisen where yeah, it's modern right. and obviously Hell's Paradise ancient, um, mm. you know, like it's an old mm. samurai ninja story. So yeah, 97 for some reason. And again, it's interesting because he would have been, what, four or five when you're yeah, 97? Well. So, yeah, but the styling of it is giving, like I feel like he – Definitely must have been influenced by, you know, probably a Tarantino film. Oh, of course. Oh, you know he, what I mean? So all of those like kind of exploitation films. Yes. Uh, not actual exploitation films. <laughs> no, you know no, what no, I mean? No, that, no, that pulpy kind of yes, like yes, violent, yes. like just so ridiculous, yeah. like, you know, chains, chainsaws yeah. and blood and blah, blah, blah. I feel yeah. like it's no surprise that the styling of that is the 90s, late 90s, because yeah, that's true. what I would put it as well. True. And I feel like. We're similar ages, me and him, so I can speak for him. Uh, <laughs> I speak for an entire generation. Uh, I do. No, but it's like, you know, yeah, millennial. Mm -hmm. I guess, but, oh, no, he's a millennial, yeah. Yeah. Good for him. So am I. <laughs> well, you know Everyone what? hates millennials, so <laughs> yeah. we're fine. I know, we're, somehow. <laughs> we suck. Yeah, I, I think that Chainsaw Man's the most, oh, it's not the most fun. I think Jitsu Kaisen's the most fun. Chainsaw Man is like, yeah, if you if you are a fan of that Tarantino, as we we're saying before, like it's it's irreverent. It's irreverent, and it's like it's so balls to the wall that it's it's almost like not even edgy anymore because it's so almost camp. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Camp. So you're sort yeah. of like it's very horny. You're like whoa, yeah. A lot of things about it that would annoy me in any other circumstance. For some reason, I give Chainsaw Man a free pass because <laughs> I think all of the fan servicey stuff comes from Denji's perspective. And it's not like whereas a lot of the other fan service issues I have is like just the whole thing is swung that way. Whereas it's yeah. like. It's not actually that. There's like it's it's not uh, it's not getting a million points of feminism from me. Like I'm not like hooray, but um, <laughs> you know, I'm not a million points of feminism. A million points of feminism. <laughs> what does get a million That's points of feminism? That's the scale. Yeah. That's the it's, scale. It's one to a million. What's, what's a million? They, people don't use the Bechdel test anymore. They use Charlotte's Charlie's million points. Million points of feminism. I don't know. How this oh, you're only getting two hundred fifty thousand feminist <laughs> points on this. Oh. No, I, Under half. I just think because he's a realistic character in that sense. If you were yes. in that situation. Yeah, he's a young man. Yeah. Inexperienced in yeah. everything. Yeah. And yeah. he really goes to the ringer, in fact. like, And the adults around him are really cooked. Cooked. You oh, know? So the that's, that's the problem, really. That's the problematic stuff. Yeah. The, Not him the, wanting to touch boobs. It's like no. the, the, you know, but the, I don't think, um, oh, it's tough to know whether it's sold in like a, 
sexy way or not. There are some problems. Some with problems it. with it, yeah. If it's but you know, the world he lives in and he partakes in is incredibly grim, yeah, violent, pretty hopeless world. In fact, all three of them are. So, <laughs> oh yeah, well they're yeah. the dark trio. It's dark. There you go. We finished also, it. we did. I'm gonna, <laughs> we figured I'm gonna, it out. So the the character who won a recent uh, fan like voting award was Power, right? Yeah, Power won the yeah. fan award, not award, but some you know they had a vote. She won Japan. one million points. She won. <laughs> She's uh, Jesus. Yeah. She's a million points of feminism. She did it. Um, <laughs> what did I get? Like a big wrestling belt? If they win it. <laughs> you the did most it, Power. feminist of all of the, most the titles. Points. <laughs> but who do you think he based the character of Power off? And I tell you now, Harley it, Quinn. It will shock you. No, that's oh. that's a good guess, but you never get it. It's crazy. I couldn't believe it when I found uh, out. God, it's let two me get different this. characters. Ash Ketchum. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> obviously, it, it was Ash. I uh, get for Christy. Okay, no, hang on, I want to guess again. Okay, one more guess. Can you give us a hint? Okay, one's give us a genre. Uh, one's from a Western cartoon, the other's from a Coen Brothers film. Okay, is one from Fargo? Nope, it's one from the Looney Tunes. Nope, hang on, can I guess another Western. one? The yeah, Western one cartoon, an edgy Western cartoon. Edgy Western cartoon. Comedy. Stewie Griffin. And that's actually pretty close, but no. Eric Cartman. Ah, really? Yeah, Eric yeah. Cartman. No, that makes sense to me. Yeah. That kind of just like so base level yeah, of like yeah. being like. And John Goodman's character, Walter Soberhack from The Big Lebowski. Oh, really? Oh. That is five minutes. power is based off. I love that. Right? Wow. So again, it puts We were you really the... close with Ash. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Stewie Griffin wasn't, wasn't miles off. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a fascinating thing. And you're right. One of his big influences, as you said, he's even said, and he also, he studied as an oil painter, not as a drawer. So I guess I don't know about the art style, but that's something you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He didn't like, he's not a formally trained artist like the others. Watercolor. Yeah, watercolor was his thing. He also has said that if he, his advice to young upcoming mangaka is to just watch movies, watch as many movies as possible. And it goes into what you were saying. He's obviously so influenced by like, action exploitation 90s films you know and obviously the big lebowski in south park i think he's a you've you've read fire punch so fire punch was his first story and it's even more crazy isn't it yeah the end of it is batshit banana hammocks <laughs> it kind of just goes off the rails and you're like well i guess this is where he wanted it to end but yeah he's that's like, a ludicrous story yeah well he's a ludicrous i mean chainsaw man's ludicrous but great characters in there he writes good great characters. characters there's a great sequence in chainsaw man the anime season one where Aki just gets up and like does his morning routine, mm. you know, has a cigarette, has a coffee, and like just makes himself breakfast. It's a beautiful like slice of life scene, yeah. animated beautifully by Mappa. So I think Chainsaw Man's oh, just doing I, something very different. Oh, the characters are great, Makuma, like just terrifying character, terrifying. and you're like, you are so deeply unsettling, so unsettling. Do I love you? Like that's that's the vibe there. <laughs> yeah. Who's she based off? Um, I did read something about it, but I didn't recognize the character. No South Park about. in her. Unfortunately not. No. Randy okay. Marsh. That's, no, that's um, a shame. Randy <laughs> Marsh. <laughs> I was, was going to bet all. But yeah, look, so Chainsaw Man. I can't Man, remember any of the. What are their names? Stan. Cartman, Stan. Stan. Cartman. Kyle. Kenny and Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Come on. Kenny's the one that. Yeah. Kenny that dies all the time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's everyone in Chainsaw Man is based off Kenny because they all die. <laughs> they all just die horribly. Uh, yeah. That's time. most of Shodan is based that's on 100%. that. Yeah. Anyway, look, I think Chainsaw Man's really interesting. Like I say, very irreverent, very unhinged, but that is what gives it its selling point. You know, it's so different. It does things that is, does something that you don't see very often. And I think the best thing about Chainsaw Man is that it constantly subverts your expectation. 
and it doesn't do what you think it's going to do. And you're like, whoa, you went there? Okay, dude, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, whereas the other two, a little bit more pain by the numbers, but we'll get to that. So speaking of which, let's transition now. We'll keep talking about Chainsaw Man and peppering them all in as we go, but I just wanted to want to give each one a section. So let's talk about Jujutsu Kaisen because it's my favorite because I'm basic and it is the most shonen-y, as you said, no question. It's still the one that I recognize most, you know what I mean? But definitely darker. And as you say, obviously it gets much darker. I hear the Shibuya incident, which is about to come out, is like the turning point of darkness and also meant to be an incredible arc coming out soon. Check it out in summer. Now we'll yeah. finally get viewers. No one was going to watch no it. No one was going to watch it. No, no, no one was interested in Jujutsu Kaisen yes. season two. <laughs> Give me money, uh, Shonen Jump. Uh, but yeah, um, Jujutsu Kaisen. I mean, I, I fucking love Jujutsu Kaisen. I just think it's so fucking good. You yeah. know, like it does everything I want. It's still darker. It's a it's a bit le- like the power system. Also, what do you think is his biggest influence from the power system for Jujutsu Kaisen? You'll get this. It's one of your favorites. I'm going to say Hunter Hunter. 100% correct. That's right. Hunter Hunter Tsugashi and Yuju Hakushu, his biggest influence from manga and anime. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he loves it. I was going to say South Park. Sorry. <laughs> 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 That's good. Okay. Yep. Good. Yeah. But also, he was heavily inspired by Neon Genesis. Yeah. Mm. And the Christian iconography and all that sort of biblical references and whatnot. Big time. Obviously, uh, there's a bit of that in Chainsaw Man too, Angel, Devil, and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because Nen and the kind of idea of having your own personal ability yes. and the drawbacks of that personal ability and like, yeah, no, it does. Yeah. I think Hunter Hunter does it better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hunter Hunter's amazing. As in better power system. Oh, yeah. The Nen's, power uh, Nen is arguably the, the best power system that exists. I would say Chakra's better. Uh, Chakra? But, oh. The powers in Naruto gets crazy eventually. Gets out Chakra of control. Chakra is not a good power. Like, it's what do you great, mean? It is. It's like. It's a building it's block. The most basic, it's a building block. Like, yeah. The power the system in Naruto is fucking dope. The ninja powers. What are you talking about? I, like, I love watching. No, I love the abilities in terms of power structure, in terms of like rules and like actually having a Okay, he throws the rules out the, the fucking that window one, I reckon that's one of the worst examples of it. Really? Like, yeah. But they're the coolest powers. Yeah, they're pretty cool, but like, I, I don't know. I feel like Nen is cool because it's got cool powers, but it makes kind of sense in its own way and the rules it, are there though? and it's like. Yeah, there's so much about it. You don't get introduced into the power system until like halfway through the season. Which I did is like very that. Cool. That's true. Yes. When you well, get to I the mean, train. famously, the best power systems are known to be One Piece, which is incredibly clear cut. Yes, with the Eat devil fruits. Yeah. Get a fruit. Yeah. Get a power. Absolutely. And then you've got Nen, and then you've got the stands in JoJo. Well, as well. stands. Yeah. So okay, I think that yeah. like those are the ones. That, yeah, Chakra. Okay, go off. I guess. Uh, because I'm sorry if anyone doesn't get emotional when Rock Lee fights Gara. Oh then no, you're I fool. love that. And I it's love about controlling that. sand or being really good at ninjutsu or <laughs> controlling ice like Haku does. But you know what I mean eyes. about being a fucking you know what I mean about the world build and the like power rules and the structure. Oh, he throws and the it up at the end. It just, the end is just like, it's just, it's no, as vague. from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's as vague as the force. You know, like okay. It, okay. And, like, you're okay. like, cool. Okay. I'm just blinded by my love of Naruto. Yeah, okay. that's fair. Okay, you got me. Um, Sorry, but... we're back to... <laughs> okay, but the Bunkai and Shikai system is pretty fucking cool too in Bleach. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a, it's a, you know, they've, yeah. they've got parameters. That's the thing. I love, no. I love rules. <laughs> oh, wait. I mean, hang on. Parameters in terms of like, there's these two things and they go like, but these two things are, have infinite power that can go yeah, like, it's yeah, good. Yeah. Once you get to the Ichigo end Ichigo breaks that system. That's what I don't like yeah, about it. Yeah, you're right. It's just like, Ichigo is now the most powerful being because. Yeah. Like, yeah, but why? Because. Because I he, said so. he talked to himself. 
Yeah. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Anyway, look, yeah. I love Bleach. Don't get me wrong. And the adaptation was sick and I can't wait for it to finish. Everyone else is great. Yeah. You guys are dumb characters. The rules. I'm sorry, he yeah, is. Anyway, it makes no sense. Yeah. What is his motivation? Uh, he's reactionary. Anyway, we're not talking about the big three. We've talked about that before. So let's talk about Jujutsu Kaisen again. And no, um, I think there's a valid point in being reactionary though. It, no, reactionary protagonists are boring, dude. Like you've got to have a fucking purpose. Like he's constantly. It's always Ichigo is always in response to something else. He doesn't have a goal. Yeah, but he's like sixteen year old kid. It was just so like is Naruto. Down so is Rufy. Yeah, but like, so is Yidadori. Yeah, but they're in, so is Gabimaru. But Ichigo was just in like modern day Japan, just walking down the street. So is Yidadori. Yeah, but he's also got a pretty hang nebulous. Hang on, Itadori is also a reactionary protagonist. In fact, that's true, and he's heavily influenced. And by obviously, Bleach. Bleach and Jujutsu Kaisen are the most similar. Yes. Yes. 100%. What a great segue. But Bleach is at his best. <laughs> we did it. Bleach we is at it. his best when he's got a goal. That's why the Shinigami arc is the best. That's 100 he's, he's got to rescue Rukia. Rukia has a clear yeah. set goal. Yeah, but it's a reactionary goal. It, it is, yes. He's, I, I like that. I think that all of these protagonists are actually reactionary protagonists. The, the Dark Trios? Yes. Okay. They don't really have a goal. They're, they're like just literally – so think about this. Gobimaru does, actually. Yes. But So take him off the table for a second there. But Denji, his goals that he's not again, he's not reaching out to be her car. He's not. No, he's a reactionary. True. He goes, okay, I'm about to be killed by a whole pile of zombies. Look, I mean, yeah, but again, I guess this is this is okay. This is an interesting point you raised, actually, to be honest. So, like, we mentioned it before. The big three, well, except for Ichigo, pretty much he's dumb. But Naruto and Luffy have very, <laughs> very clear cut goals from day one. Which is why they've one sold 250 million, one sold over half a billion. Like, it's good to have a character with a fucking goal. Now, that doesn't mean that things can't change and subvert, which is what the Dark Trio, apart from Gabi Maro, I guess, is doing. So you're right, Itadori is reactionary. He kind of just things happen to him and he responds. Absolutely. Yeah. And the same thing happens, of course, with Denji. So yeah, but I, I think Jujutsu Kaisen is great because it just opens this, the world build for me so far. Again, I'm only an anime, I'm only an anime watcher. For me, the Jujutsu Kaisen world build is the most interesting. And I just think it's really like the the rule. I mean, again, we've tried to write a post a few times about like what mm. cursed energy oh, is. I can't do it. It's not possible. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like, like chakra though. It's, it's like, like, it's a yeah. thing. It's sort of like, oh, it's, it's negative thing. energy. <laughs> People having yeah. a bad day. And you're yeah. just like, what? <laughs> yeah, look, I've got to say the power system's a bit cooked, but I still I think that it. makes sense to oh, me. Just it makes wet. enough sense. Don't just, worry. Just it's wet. perfect. Oh, it's perfect. I read a chapter, a few chapters back and I was like, this guy's got a cone-shaped head and he's a god. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? It gets, falls apart. Really? Quickly. Interesting. But the Shibuya arc is dope. Everything around it is good. It's holding it together. But the power system is. It's a mess. Yeah. But and like, there's cool powers in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gojo really Satoru. Look, let's be real. Anyway, anyway. Everyone loves Gojo Satoru. And that's half the reason Jujutsu Kaisen is so popular. Everyone just simps for him. And it's fair enough. It's I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Can you show us the back? Oh, you've changed it. It's now my cat. It's now your so, cat. You've I mean, I recently you. changed it. My background was Gojo because I'm a Gojo simp. Uh, <laughs> but I do think that. Well, he's I'm, great. He's he, great. He's great character. He's a, one of the only points of levity in the whole show. Yeah. Mm. And he's just it's so him out doing shopping while they're all like fighting demons. And he's like, I got muffins. It's so, <laughs> great. <laughs> but that's how to do an OP character well, too. Mm. Like, he is an overpowered character handled well. Yeah, because. The bad guys accept how bad, how OP he is yeah. and the whole plan that's going ahead is like, how do we stop him? How do we deal with this situation before we can, like, you know, kind of like it's, it's good. And I think that, I think you said this when you were selling me the show, cause I hadn't watched it when it first aired. Like the, like I watched, I was like a couple of episodes later and you were just like, 
you'd be a fool if you didn't watch. I got some aggressive message and I was like, Jesus Christ. All caps. No breaks. Trump style. Not watching Jujutsu Cousin. Sad. That was actually it. I do that sometimes. Oh my God. But I think you did say that they kind of have two characters. You know, you've got Gojo and then you've got Sukuna. Yep. Sukuna. And you go, these are two most powerful. That's it. Like there's no one at the Not moment like that might be yeah. later, but it's like it's kind of like. And then yeah. 55 million people came in, and we're like, "There's a god here," or like yeah. someone did They're this. They're from the moon. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, and like <laughs> Itadori's strong, but he's not that strong at the no. moment. He no. just has like a good resolve. That's his whole thing. It's like he's got good stamina. Yep, can throw a baseball um, real hard, you know, so he can handle yeah. this the yeah. cursed fingers he's eating. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen. I look. Your favorite too, right? Of the three. Yeah, for sure. And again, I think it's because it has the familiar tropes to me of. Yes. Shonen. But the, actually the real reason why it is my favourite is because actually, and I know I joked about my one million points of feminism, <laughs> but it actually does very, very well in that regard. It does. It does. It's yeah, out it of does. all of the shonens, I would argue, even FMA. Wow. I think it's got the best female representation. Whoa. The female A million characters. Charlie and anime feminist points. That's... I think because... In, and in, this is not all okay. of all anime. This is to do okay. with um, shonen. To do with shonen, because my so friend you... loves to rile me up. Shout out to you, Seamus. Loves Hello, to Seamus. Good message me and be like, "Demon Slayer, like this was bad for feminism." And I was like, "It's like watching a James Bond film and being like, wow, he really doesn't treat that woman well.' Like, <laughs> like well, uh, you know, like we. This is a guilty pleasure genre for a lot of reasons and that's yeah. one of them for me yeah obviously it's tiring to watch and it's annoying yeah. and when something like jujitsu kaisen comes along you go oh actually you can have all of those points and it can be as you know got, get all the tropes across and still be as exciting but you can still have female or feminine presenting characters who have agency on their own and they're amazing and powerful and they have their own like they're just fully fleshed out characters the bar's low here yeah very, not very great low. for it we've talked about this uh, in but i think jujitsu kaisen genuinely has Great characters of all genders. And yeah. there's very minimal fan service. Yep, there's like true. jokes about, you know, like, but every time it's like jokes, it's like in a fight. It's not, I've never felt weirded out watching it. No, Jujutsu mm. Kaisen's pretty safe in that respect, which totally. is good, which is a good thing. I'm not saying that in a bad yeah. I'm saying that's a real and positive I, I think that show. it's also like, if I, I was saying to my friend today who told me he's getting anime burnout, but he hadn't watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh. And I went, oh, watch it. You'll love it. You'll, You'll love be it back. again. You'll be yeah. back. Because I think that it does get all the best of what we've always looked for, but it kind of brings it into a modern lens, which is more comfortable to watch. Agreed. It uh, brings it to to the new world. What, what was that? <laughs> to the new world. Is that a cult? To the new world. Uh, Jesus Christ. What am I talking about? Uh, it brings it, you know, like it, it uh, modernizes it in a way that socially catches up. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I think so, yeah. And like, So good for you. Yeah, good for Jesus Kaisen. The certificate is in the mail. <laughs> your one million it. points are coming yeah. your way. Spending um, wisely. Yeah. <laughs> Can you spend them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You spend, yeah okay, like cool. coals and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's like rewards cool. fly by. It's like regular yes. money, but more fun. More fun. <laughs> um, fun bucks. <laughs> uh, it's actually, interestingly, it was slow, slow to gain popularity as a manga. It took it a long time compared to the other two. Yeah. It got much more popularity much faster. It took a little while to gain a foothold. It, now it's the largest seller of the three. Is yeah, it because of the art though? Potentially. And also, interestingly, um, Akatami was the classically trained drawer as we say on here and unlike Fujimoto mm. but you say you don't like a lot of his drawing right it's too quick and too sketchy Interesting. and he uses a lot of blank panels which okay. in like I don't, if blank panels are used in the storytelling great but it feels like 
filler. Like okay. he wanted to draw one drawing on one page and then fill the rest with blank. I'm like, that's not what the medium should be. Mm. I'm not paying for like blank pages for my <laughs> my illustrated picture book. <laughs> um, but then he's he, it's like flashes of brilliance where you think, oh, this is where he's putting his effort into. Right. You know, and then next page, Itadori is drawn with like three strokes of a pen. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so. Interesting. Yeah. I don't vibe on the art, but. I love the story. Some, there is some yeah. genius in there. Love the world building. And yeah, his art style was inspired by Taikubo, Bleach. Also from. Yeah, Taikubo is just a different level. Oh, he's like, an extraordinary artist. No if question. he's going to do one drawing per page, it's going to be a hell of a drawing. Yeah. No, I think we've said this before, but you could argue of the big three, Taikubo is the best artist um, <sighs> from a technical standpoint. Yeah, probably. Well, but the, um, Kishimoto, Oda. Oda. Oda, well, if you've seen, if you have a quick Google on Oda's other works, that's not. He's like, when does he have the time? I was going to say, when did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> he gets when he's on the toilet. Oh God. <laughs> Masterpiece. That was, that, was, that was his holiday. He was getting yeah. married. He just wrote another manga. He's just like, yeah. Yeah, married. like come and, on, dude. <laughs> and he can, his style is just fun and wacky, but he can fill it with like a lot of stuff goes into a very small panel as well. Like, oh, well I, in order, yeah. The art style of One Piece has never been my favorite, yeah. but I can tell he's an amazing artist. Yeah. Like, oh, for and sure. the character designs and stuff are like they're crazy. They're, Quirky and crazy and highly imaginative, whereas Tykes was just like his stylish. Oh, so he was fat, very cool, yeah. fashion like, inspired, right? Cool, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Flowing cloaks cool. and loves a good flowing cloak. Yeah, yeah. and hat. But, um, uh, yeah, he was also yeah Kishimoto, Naruto, and also of course uh, another favorite Yusuke Murata, who did I Shield Twenty One, and of course not didn't write One Punch Man, didn't write the story, yep. but does the manga adaptation as the artist. Yeah. So those are his big inspirations, okay. Akutami, for Jujutsu Kaisen. So let's move on to the very last one, the one which is airing as we speak, and that is, of course, Hell's Paradise. Now, Graham, you've been banging on about this for a long time. Yeah. Talk to us about Hell's Paradise. Uh, Hell's Paradise follows uh, a ninja who's currently in jail. His name's Gabi Mara the Hollow. He's approached by... Uh, an executioner and a Samon, sword tester with basically a get out of jail free card. The only catch is he has to go to an island filled with monsters and death to find the elixir of life. If he does that, then he gets to his goal, which I think we've already spoke about is to return to his wife mm -hmm. who he did not know he loved because he's such a damaged individual. Yes. And that's cold blooded killer. Blocked it out. Yeah. Blocked it out because he wanted to be the best ninja that's ever ninjured. <laughs> um, yeah, that's basically the story in yes. broad strokes, I guess. Yeah. Um, look, it's currently at the time of recording this podcast, it's about, about halfway through its, its runtime uh, of the first of the first court. Uh, I'm absolutely loving it. It's um, It feels to me like the most – I wonder how much more the world build goes. I'm sure it's going to be a lot deeper and heavy, but I love it. I think it's really, really great. Um, There's a mystery to it right now. A lot of mystery. Great. It's a mystery yeah. show. They're not yeah. giving you everything. 100%. And the characters are building very so Also, a lot of defying of expectations. A lot of the cool-looking characters. Because a whole bunch of outlaws get sent to the island to obtain the elixir of life for the Shogun. And, of course, they all turn on each other and whatnot. A lot of the really cool-looking ones, dead immediately. Yeah. I was like, oh, that person looked great. Great character design, dead. Yeah. Um, so I imagine this is going to keep unfurling itself. Um, but, yeah, it's um, it's dark. It's probably the most... Well, oh no. Okay, it's on par with Chainsaw Man yeah. in the horror aspect of things. Like, I mean, 
abstract horror. Of yeah, yeah. Weird like, things fused together to Yeah, very you. body horror. I mean, so yeah. Chainsaw Man obviously has that as well. It literally turns into fucking chainsaws. A butterfly um, with a human face, like yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah. Grotesque. Yeah. And like, it's quite... Cronenberg-esque. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot of like, the violence is pretty... Ninja Scroll esque in that respect. Yeah, like pretty fucking Ninja gnarly violence. You oh, know, like I'm an yeah. anime only, so I haven't read the manga, but for me, I think the art style of it is my personal favorite. The way it really? looks like the pop of the island and the like look colors, oh, the colors. Right? Yeah, the colors oh, and yeah. the yeah. kind of design. I think it's sick. One thing I'll say is I was like, yes, yeah, so we have a strong female like second protagonist, and then there was a lot of fan service. Yeah, and that I was went a bit. here. We go here. We bloody go. So, um, not of her. Actually, there is of her. There's a lot of random cuts to her naked. Yeah, that was shadow. Sore, isn't it? Yeah, that was. I strange. was like, oh, good. We needed that, I guess. Uh, yeah. but you know, so that's pretty much done now. You won't see that again. Yeah, but okay, there's also cool. other characters who are, you know, I'm not yeah, not worried about her, super yeah. hypersexualized characters. That's fine by me. Like depending on how it's done. Mm. We talked about um, the other female, the female yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? Good voice performance. She was good. The Ko- uh, Koichi. Koichi? Yeah, Koichi. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, honestly, like, I... What's the name of the female samurai? I really enjoy her portrayal. Like, I think it's, apart from that little fan servicey bit you get there, but I think as she progresses and you learn more about what she had to go through being, like, a, f- a female executioner, pretty much. In the man's to world. To where yeah. she ends up at the end of the series, or I can't spoil anything. Um, I think it's... it's She's such a strong character. Yeah. I, I, Probably I, stronger than... Gabby Maru well, is the last like in the long term big picture yeah. side of it. I don't know if you're up to date with the episodes, but like in the last episode that has aired at the time of the recording of this podcast, Sagari did do something really cool. Oh, she was sick. And uh, so she's now like, I guess they really took it down a because there's a while I was like, oh, I thought we had a strong female character, like yeah. great, and then I was like, oh, she sucks, so she's so lame. Uh, but then they have brought it back around, as you, it sounds like mm. they keep taking it from strength to strength, so that's positive. Um, well, I hope. I don't know. It's good. It's a good world. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys to be excited. Where do you... Okay. I'm going to ask you this. Rank them. One, two, three. Do it. I would do... Chainsaw. But the ending of Chainsaw, man. Um, For the full, from start to finish, like, satisfying story, probably Hell's Paradise. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I have some issues with the ending of the first sort of chunk of Chainsaw Man, how it ends. But then it's it's continuing anyway. How are you finding the second part? Uh, it's completely different. Really? Like if tonally it feels different, it's completely different. Okay. It doesn't even follow Denji. Oh. That way. It's completely, it, he's in the story, but it's not focused on him. Oh, sorry, it's the war demon, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if you took um, the chainsaw man out of chainsaw man. Yeah. <laughs> then well, what you got? It kind of did. And he, fe- like, he feels like a different character at this point. Okay. Because like, he's been through so much. Um, so I'd probably go Hell's Paradise. Chainsaw Man Jiu-Jitsu. Oi, okay. Just because Sick. I feel like there's so much of Jujutsu Kaisen's going to go for years. This is yeah. this is it's a long it's, yeah. it's going to be a Naruto length thing. It's yeah, going to yeah, keep yeah. going. Um Chainsaw Man felt finished, but now it's continuing so it's in a different thing, but Hell's Paradise from first chapter to the end is a self-contained has story with a beginning finished? and an end. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. Completely yeah. done. Yeah. Okay. It was like 11, 12 volumes. Like Okay. I like a good beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's a complete story. So mm. if it's more satisfying than the one that's going to last forever. Yeah. The one that should have yeah. ended. 
Gotcha. It's yeah. impossible for us to rank it because we're anime only and Jujutsu so, Kaisen yeah. has an yeah. unfair advantage of having a really, really, really great adaptation from what Best I gather. Adaptation. And like also much more longevity has been out for ages. We've, yeah. It'll yeah. go for years. It will. It'll yeah. Be- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and interestingly, I'm sure we've mentioned it before, but we keep saying the word Mappa. And for those of you who are coming in cold to this, like Mappa is, of course, an animation studio, and they are it's doing the all animation three. Studio. Well, nowadays, yeah, <laughs> they everything. do everything. They just... So yeah, they they are actually adapting all three of the Dark Trio, which is quite interesting. And in fact, uh, with Chainsaw Man, they took that on as the sole member of the production committee. So and apparently didn't didn't actually do as well as they thought. Still went, I'm sure it went very well, but wasn't as successful as they'd hoped it would be, especially with the Blu-ray sales, which for some reason, still a big thing in Japan. But anyway, map up, huge thing, huge deal for them to be taking them on it. Doing pretty damn good adaptations of all three. So oh, yeah. I would argue Jujutsu Kaisen's the best adaptation. Uh, it looks great. The movie was it incredible. It does look great, fantastic. Yeah, the movie, the movie, yeah. Movie was, but that's movie budget. Of course, but that, yeah, I mean, I think that, that also worked for a lot of Gateway fans, like a lot of, People who use it, I have a bunch of friends who went and saw it and were like, yeah. that was great. And Fantastic, like, yeah. Never seen anime in their lives. So, you know, that's, love that. Also, Hell's Paradise was influenced by H.G. Wells's uh, sci-fi novel, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, oh that, yeah, makes that makes sense. Big influence, big influence. So, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Reminds me of Annihilation, that movie. Yeah, <sighs> absolutely. Yeah, true, actually. Yeah. A movie that scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Even just the music that was played in reverse or whatever they oh, did with man. that score. Hectic. Oh. Hectic. The bear that just stole people's voices. Oh, yeah. Was screaming their voices saying, help me. Oh, so That's so gnarly. Good movie. Check it out. Yeah. Weird ending. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fujimoto-esque ending. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? No one knows. End. <laughs> but also, it's uh, based off the island of Onigashima, which was featured in Japanese folktales. Uh, so... The folktale tells of a story of Monotori, a special child delivered to a childless couple through a peach they tried to eat. Came out of a peach. Uh, when Monotori grows up and travels, he grew up, travels to an island terrorized by demons. He makes friends along the way and manages to defeat the demons and capture the demon chief. He obtains the treasure of the demons and returns home with it and the captured demon chief. So that's an old classic. That was actually what Hell's Paradise was supposed to be. He was actually writing about that very folktale. Right. And then he just sort of yeah, Ended up taking a big left turn and making it. When based is off that. Uh, when is Mappa making that adaptation? <laughs> yeah, when are they going to do that adaptation? I'm sure it's coming out any minute now. Probably, probably this season. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's a long one. Kaiser. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's initially what All the uh, Mappa started up writing the story about, and then just took it into his own yeah. world. But not enough sexy yeah. ninjas in this one. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Had to do more. So yeah, well, that is the Dark Trio. So if you haven't checked them out strongly suggest you do so again at the time of this recording of course only one of them is halfway through the others have full first seasons and the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen is imminent this year and I cannot wait so guys thank you so much that's a bit of info on the big three of course thank you everyone for tuning in you can of course find us at our unusual places Instagram TikTok or our website www.gatewaytoanime.com if you really like what we're doing you can check out our Patreon Huge thanks to all of them. You know who you are. You are incredible people, and we couldn't do what we do without you. We are, of course, also selling some merch. We got some shirts y'all can buy. Which they are pretty cool. None of us are wearing. None of us are wearing, but again. you know. Again. It's, you know, it's okay. <laughs> Try to make money here, Sam. <laughs> Goddamn. I want to be the mapper of podcasting anime <laughs> things. Everything. <laughs> no, you can head to our website to find those. You can also find them on our Instagram store. But, guys, thank you very much. 
If you haven't seen the Dark Trio, check them out. Read them, watch them, do all of those things. Hope you understood a little bit more about them. We'll catch you next time. Thanks very much.